The Canadian Federation of Agriculture is reacting to yesterday's federal budget announcement. Here's first Vice President Keith Curry. Well, certainly uh, the federal government gave us a lot uh, more money than maybe I think a lot of people were expecting given, you know, the past year and COVID and all the expenses involved with COVID. But, um, you, know, you know, we looked at this as, as somewhat a positive budget, even though there wasn't uh, specifically directed to agriculture monies. There's a lot of a lot of opportunities for agriculture throughout this budget. So the uh, you know going forward, it'll be a case of let's sit down and discuss how we're gonna how we're gonna roll this out. Quite a few things here in regards to um, to climate change and some initiatives there. Um, anything that stood out for you in that regard? Or well, I think probably the overarching thing that that really stood out, Corey, is that. The government's actually recognizing that agriculture and rural Canada can play a big part in uh, climate change uh, programs going forward and in mitigation and adaptation. And there had been a little bit of frustration on our part and the lack of that recognition uh, previously. And, and certainly with this budget, they are now targeting uh, lots of things uh, within rural and more specifically the agriculture industry within Canada. So we're, we're happy to see that. Anything, um, you know, COVID-related that, that stood out for you or...? Well, I, I think if you look at this in the big picture of COVID, it, it's about economic recovery. And agriculture has always maintained that, that we are right at the forefront of helping with that economic recovery post, post-COVID. post uh, Certainly looking back uh, or looking at the aspect of helping out with some of the uh, uh, seasonal ag worker and temporary foreign worker um, uh, protocols that have to be put in place, the PPEs, the, the money for quarantining or isolation, uh, very much welcome. Uh, those were uh, certainly big added expenses for a lot of our members that uh, they had to, find, had to find in their budgets. And so the government coming, coming forward with some monies to, to help with that is certainly well, well received. And um, we saw some more money for the um, Universal uh, Broadband uh, Fund. I know that's something that um, you guys have been focused on. Yeah, uh, very welcome news, and we've been advocating, even with the, the previous uh, monies that have been announced, we've been advocating not only to get that money out and, in, you know, onto the ground, so to speak, uh, faster, but continue to invest in it, because, uh, you know, certainly COVID has now highlighted for everyone uh, the, the need for that connectivity uh, that's, out, that's not out there. And certainly, I think now some of the decision makers within the government, uh, whether that be the elected or the bureaucratic side of things, are starting to realize as they work from home that, well, actually what we were saying in rural Ontario, rural Canada, rural Saskatchewan, rural wherever, uh, that is actually the case, that, that broadband is, is lacking out there. So they have committed over the next six years an additional billion to what they committed before. I think it's, uh, I think it was 6.2 billion, I believe, uh, was the previous amount. And, and that's good to know, um, not only for, for us to connect, uh, for, for trading, et cetera, but our businesses rely on connectivity now to operate a lot of our equipment. So that, that's welcome news. Anything else that uh, stood out for you there, Keith? Or? Well, I think it's certainly, uh, Certainly, a new um, a new way of looking at at how we interconnect with the government with respect to all the environmental and, uh, incentives that are going to be out there. And so, as I mentioned off the top, agriculture is looking to partner with the government on how we can move forward and be part of that. Uh, I think I think we've been saying for quite a long time, like talk to us because we we can help. And and it appears like they're they're heading down that road. So that's encouraging. That was Keith Curry. First Vice President with the Canadian Federation of Agriculture commenting on yesterday's federal budget announcement.
Dr. Bart Lardner is with the Livestock and Forage Center of Excellence in Saskatchewan. He sees potential for crop and livestock producers to work together to get productive forage crops growing on unproductive soils like saline soils. Glenda Lee Allen Vossler took part in a recent webinar from Discovery Farms focusing in on managing saline soils on your farm. Dr. Bart Lardner talked about some of the small plot study work that they are doing with seeding forages on saline soils. The trial involves a variety of forages, halo alfalfa, slender tall wheatgrass, creeping meadow foxtail, smooth brome, and AC saltlander. So we looked at establishment, okay? How did these uh, species actually germinate, persist in that saline area? And here you can see this particular <coughs> graph with this particular line here and the level of establishment. So the highest you see can be with the halo alfalfa in combination with smooth brome grass. And then, of course, the uh, halo with the slender wheatgrass and the halo with the creeping meadow foxtail. These were similar establishments we could suggest, uh, about an 80% establishment. And they were actually 11% greater than that four species mixture in terms of establishment. So really interesting results here in, you know, a binary mixture establishing better than a multi-species mixture. What about biomass? Okay, <clears throat> this was our yield clips from 2020, and they range from 3210 to 4148 kilo per hectare. Just simply do the math. If you want to go back to pounds per acre, you divide by 1.12. But what was striking is our halo alfalfa with our our creeping meadow foxtail really had about 11 to 14% greater biomass compared to the other mixtures. And so if we were trying to look at which one would we maybe suggest, maybe we could suggest that halo alfalfa with the creeping meadow foxtail to try and get established on that saline acre of land. This is really interesting. This is the composition of our plots and the level of legume, the level of grass, and the level of foxtail barley here you can see in the red and other weeds. And so that would be your koshas and other nasties that are popping up. And you can see that the halo alfalfa with spook brome grass had, you know, a somewhat of a similar level of alfalfa and grass species, but the greatest level of foxtail barley and other weeds compared to the other treatments that were in that particular study. Uh, our, our halo alfalfa with our creeping meadow foxtail had a greater level of, of alfalfa established, that halo alfalfa, and our lowest level of our foxtail was showing up in our slender wheatgrass binary mixture with that halo alfalfa. So really some interesting things here in year one. And, you know, I never really want to get too excited about a one-year study of sow it, grow it, and show it. I really like to look at multiple years uh, where I have some confidence in some of those implications that we're putting forward to the industry. Here's the, the quality of, of, the, of the samples of forages that we took off that small plot study. And in my mind, does this, does this forage actually, you know, is it equivalent to meet the requirements for a, for a beef animal? And we're looking at proteins ranging from nearly 9.5 to about 11, 11.5%. Pretty high protein, uh, you know, going to meet the requirements of maybe a, a beef cow or maybe a growing uh, yearling animal. And pretty good energy levels too, okay? That's Dr. Bart Lardner with the University of Saskatchewan's Livestock Forage Centre of Excellence. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, the farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. 
On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.